Absolute Radio is where you can hear Prince, Mumford and Sons, and I will wait, I will wait for you, and the Killers. Can you read my Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Absolute Radio is the home of rock and roll football. Barclays Premier League football commentary every Saturday afternoon. Yes, line one, what do you want? Hello, is the Smash competition on yet? No, the Smouse competition is not on yet. When's it on? Later. All right, cheers, mate. There we go, yes. What was that young chap calling in about? I'll, I'll tell you. We're giving away a pair of tickets to uh, see S. Mouse, a.k.a. Chris Lilly, um, Wednesday, the 7th September, at the O2 Islington. I'm riding the fader. I'm loving riding the fader. It's like this. Uh, we're going to give them away later on. I don't think I've got the S-Mouse CD with me, because that was going to be the competition. I mean, well, let, well, let's just check the bag of fun, shall we? Do it off of YouTube. No... I think I, uh, oh, yeah, no, I have, I have. When we play, when you hear us playing a little bit of Slap My Elbow by S. Mouse, 0330-123-1215 is the phone number to call in. First person to call that number... No, let's, 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 let's establish this, because I hate doing competitions, because I always do them wrong, and we, we always get close to getting an off-com or a huge fight. When you hear Slap My Elbow by S. Mouse, 0330-123-1215 will be the phone number. I will have cleared the switchboards... Line six. Line six. Line six. If uh, you line six, you win the tickets. You um, have to be over eighteen. I was just going to say, will it be subtle or will it be out there or will it be a surprise? There we are, a surprise. It's going to be a surprise. So listen out it's going to be a surprise. surprise. So it might just be in the background or it might, you know, you know. So you've got to be over eighteen. Uh, it's only a pair of tickets, and I have to say this: you're not guaranteed an entry. Yes, because it's very, very busy and it's very oversubscribed. Although so, there are tickets, yeah, um, you have to get there very early. That's what I thought as well when I heard that. But we're going to do the competition anyway, so it's going to be an amazing gig. If you can get in there, it's going to be amazing. You're not guaranteed to get in, even though you will have a pair of tickets because there are so it's been over, completely oversubscribed. If you don't get in, we'll sort something else out for you anyway. So you, you'll you'll get something, but yes, you'll get the tickets. But you may not get in. <laughs> yeah. What kind it's of gig the same is that? with all the tickets of theirs. Yes, don't worry. We so did, it's everybody. not just our special one. Yes, everyone. Um, let's let's take these calls to air, and then I'm going to tell you um, about life. Line one. What do you want? Ian, I just want to say thanks for Friday. It was absolutely super fantastic. Who who are you on? on uh, oh, the, the Royal Festival Hall. Yeah. Oh, this is me. This is me, dear listener, going up again. Not only have I been on Five Live, not only am I going to be on Sky News next week. I'm the new John Gaunt, but um, but less pompous and less uh, rubbish. Uh, but on Friday, I hosted the London Philharmonic Orchestra at the Royal Festival Hall. I was wearing a dicky bow and everything. Oh, you look cool, mate. I look all right. It's a nice suit, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't because I'm not really a real gamer. Oh. I didn't really understand a lot of the jokes. I think oh. I was the only one. Oh, the, the music was. 
superb. Wasn't it incredible? It was unbelievable. I, I loved the London The thing door. is, I heard all the music off the stage through the door, so it was yeah. really muffled for me, but what I, I gather people really enjoyed it. Oh, it was brilliant, mate. Thanks. I really, really enjoyed it. I really, really appreciate that, Ian. Absolute pleasure, mate. Take care. Ta-ta. Let's go to line two. Yes, line two. What do you want? Oh, hello. Um, I'm quite new to the show. OK, we, but can I just say, we are getting... Now that Ian Collins has left Talk Sport, we are going to be inundated with brand-new listeners. Welcome to the show. This is how radio... This is the show Ian Collins always dreamed of doing. <laughs> uh, well, my, my first question was, your friend, Vinny... Yes? Is, is that a man or a woman? It's one of life mysteries. First of all, I, I have to stop you for legal reasons. He's not a friend. He's a caller. Man or woman, I have seen no genitals, so I you couldn't always, tell you. You say he, but then sometimes you say she. I think she's a she. So he's a she? She's definitely got breasts. There's a she? Yeah. Why not? Oh, OK. Oh, fair enough. Anything else? Yeah, can I have them tickets? <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, I've knackered. There's something going on with this blooming phone box system that we use here. Uh, I don't know. So, uh, someone, we, we are getting a lot of new listeners um, this evening. Because uh, Ian Collins, who's a legend, has been on TalkSport for 15 years, has stopped. He's stopped. He's disappeared from radio. Uh, so, um, hello, dear, dear listener. Nice to have you on board. 0330 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Regulars, could you help the new people? Um, someone's asked me on Twitter if we can describe the show in one word. Yeah, I know. Uh, t- m- mediocre? Acceptable? O double three O one. How would you describe the show in one word, Eloise? Um. Ooh. Is that your word? Was that it? No. Okay. It's very difficult. It is difficult. Um. At this point, dull. <laughs> <laughs> Silent. Have a think about it. I will. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Mentioning Chris Lilly, which um, brought me on in my head to the subject of Christopher Lilly Crap. Do you remember Christopher Lilly Crap? I don't. I don't do. Hey man, remember old school, old kids programs and wagon wheels and I don't do any of that rubbish. Don't worry, we won't be going down that Collins line. But Chris Lilly Crap was was a kids TV presenter with the most unfortunate name. In the world, Chris Lilly Crap. Even as a young child, I remember thinking, "There's something weird about this. That's not quite right." Oh, double three, oh one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. I don't want to spend too long on that because that whole '70s kids TV thing isn't really my bag, but it did kind of vaguely intrigue me. But the thing I wanted to ask you this evening, and I, I, I can't believe there is anybody out there that would disagree with this, because it, it, when I flew back from um, Zakynthos the other week. Uh, all sat on the plane, and it was all rather jolly, and I um, was separated from the person I was travelling with who um, has, has sawn a person, a human head in half, with a saw. Wow. Uh, and we're on the plane, and we're waiting for it to kind of take off. And then the voice came over the intercom saying, hello, this is the captain, and um, we'll be flying, and we'll be leaving at this time, and we're on schedule and all of that. It was a lady captain. Yeah, now... I know in this day and age, equality, equal rights, women's rights, women's lib, burn your bras, don't. Uh, But part of me thought, you're joking, aren't you? A lady captain of an aeroplane. Now, I'll tell you why this is wrong, and I'm not a sexist at all. 
but why this is wrong on so many levels. Right. First of all, women, and this is a fact, have different spatial awareness to men. Okay, they've got different spatial awareness. Now, when you're driving a car, that's fine because you're only the only directions you've got forwards, backwards, left and right, and a few variations on that. Okay. When you're flying an aeroplane, spatially, you are in you're in three dimensions. Forwards, backwards if you're kind of on the ground, left and right, up and down. So it's a completely different spatial situation that the female brain is not equipped to cope with. That's not me being sexist. That's scientific fact. You can go and look that up. It's fact. 033-123-1215. You know I'm right on this one. Also, you turn a car. Cars these days have got power steering. If you go and drive an old car that hasn't got power steering, man, it is a bugger to turn. It is a nightmare to turn. Cars these days, easy. You just a little bit. My little boy could, could turn the steering wheel of the car. Aeroplanes do not have power steering and they weigh a ton. Right? They weigh an incredible amount. They are much heavier. And if there's a storm and that aeroplane is flying through the storm, so you're being Jimmy Buffeted around, up, down, left, right, you're trying to keep it on a straight line, I'm sorry, but women are not strong enough to cope with that pressure. Again, I'm not being sexist, it's a fact. It's like women shouldn't be builders because women haven't got the strength to climb up uh, ladders all day carrying hods full of bricks. It's just a fact, it's not safe. It's not safe for them or for anybody else in the environment. Having a lady fly a plane is not safe for them or anybody on the plane. And also, supposing it was a really strong butch woman, which you do get sometimes, I've seen them, even if they could cope with flying the plane, the stress and the pressure, it doesn't make the, the, the passengers feel very comfortable. The passengers are instantly tensed up. So they're going to have a miserable, uncomfortable flight. And don't get me started about women flying their airplanes when they're on their periods. Jesus. 033-123-1215. I don't want to argue about this. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Women should not be builders, and women should not fly aeroplanes. Oh, double three oh, one two three twelve fifteen. It's just basic health and safety. Waiting to see if a 19-year-old politics student, Thomas Hobbs, gets in touch. As he sent me some very angry. Did you see the emails from Thomas Hobbs? Uh, that massive long one. Uh, ooh, there was a cut. There were a couple about me calling 15-year-old girls slags. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, did yeah. see that. Which I didn't do. Oh, I by the emailed way. him too. I said, "Call in then." Yeah, he's, uh, well, he said he's going to call in this week. So hopefully, we, oh, won't, we won't read out what he said but, and, unless he calls in. Because I don't want to give him too much publicity. But very angry young man. Politics students always are very angry, and they think that they they are uh, more intelligent than people, and they, than other people. They think they have a better understanding of how the world works, and they think they are better at arguing. Than, than civilians, yeah. uh, and they're not at all. <laughs> they're not at all. They've got really got... I would say... Yeah, I'd say this. I would suggest that politics students 
have less understanding of the world around them than artists. Because they're close-minded. Because they're close-minded. Listen, you, you, you don't realise this as young people. It all comes from art. You can get everything you need from art. That's it. You don't need, you don't need politics students, for goodness sake. What's he going to do? Also, what are you going to do with your life as a politics student? Where is that going to take you? I did a performing arts degree, and look where it's taken me. I'm a social commentator. I was on Five Live. I'm on Sky News next Saturday night on the eve of September the 11th. That is a big oh, response. That is genuinely a big responsibility. Is. I'm on uh, this. Yeah. I'm a social commentator. I study performing arts. Politics. Listen, if you study politics, can you give me a call and let me know where you are in your life now? It won't be as good as where I am. Here is the pinnacle. Here is the pinnacle. It's all downhill from here. Brian! Good evening. Hello, Brian. How are you, Ian? Are you on a speakerphone? No. Are you on a hands-free? Hey, wait a second. My radio was still switched on. Is that better? Not really, but I'll do a little bit of magic here and you should be OK now. What can I do for you, Brian? Uh, it was your comment about uh, women pilots. You're so on hands-free, aren't you? No, honestly, I'm is not. Your, is your mouth near the phone, then? F- near, physically near the phone? It is right next to it, yes. I then, think it's echoey room. Brian, may I suggest um, you put... Uh, next time before you, We'll carry on this conversation, but before you call us again, if you could put some empty egg boxes on the walls <laughs> of the room or thick carpet to muffle the sound... Right, is this any better? What are you doing? I've just walked into the hall. That's much better, thank you. Oh, no bother. I, I was in the kitchen, so, like... Never call us from the kitchen, Brian, that's a basic. I thought I, I thought I issued the warning at the start of the show. My apology if I did not. You did not, yet. I apologise, sir. I accept your apology. Thank you, sir! <laughs> right. Go uh, on. Your, your comments about women... Yep. Uh, ..flying aeroplanes. They shouldn't be allowed to fly aeroplanes or work on building sites, yes. Oh, I Ooh. just said to your young uh, co-presenter, is that Eloise, um, yeah? Uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> she's my producer, although technically she's not listed as a producer, she's a studio assistant, so I'm actually doing her a favour by calling her a producer. Do not <laughs> take it one step further and call her my co- co-presenter? What do you think? I don't need a co-presenter. OK, Ian, I apologise. My studio assistant, but we'll call her a producer because we're feeling generous. <laughs> She's <Right>. basically a phone-op. <laughs> <laughs> OK, your, your telephone... You, you snigger, you snigger like, a, like a, a boy. Of course, I'm a boy. Yeah, about 62. Anyway. Oi. Yes. Your, your comment about women... Yes. ..flying aeroplanes... Yep. It's a travesty. It is not. Okay. Women have been flying aeroplanes for years. I know they have. Doesn't mean it's right. People have been murdering people for years. Doesn't mean it's right. Look at Amy Johnston. Well, I can't. She's dead. Amelia Earhart. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. But planes. Okay, well done. They were a freak show. They were a freak show. Doesn't mean we have to carry on with commercial. Those planes, they were made of balsa wood back in those days. And they were brave enough to fly them. It's not about bravery. Women can be very, very brave. I didn't say women weren't brave. Foolhardy, possibly. But they were were amazing women. But women should not be flying um, jumbo jets. Uh, Remember, uh, as I said to uh, your your telephonist, (laughs) 
the receptionist. Let's call, <laughs> let's call Eloise the receptionist. Sorry. No, don't you dare call Hello, that. Ian Lee Show, how can I help you? I do say yes, that. Yes. And she's got a sexy voice as well. She's got anyway, a very sexy voice. I'm getting new specs. Oh, are you? Yeah. You don't let people see you in specs? I'm going to now because I'm buying oh. new ones. Oh, I'm looking, when, when, when might we see those? Well, I'm ordering them on Friday. got going to have my fit in and then I guess a week after that. Can we take a picture of your specs and tweet them? Yep. Not your face, just your specs. Yeah, no oh, okay. one sees my face. Can I try your shoot? Can I try your glasses on? Could you send me I... a picture of them as well, please? <laughs> the, just the glasses will be in public domain. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm not going to send a picture to just like individual people. You have to follow me on Twitter, Brian. You muppet. You can try them on only if I I'm know that they will Twitter fit your head yet. and you won't break them. I will in not the break. First week of I'm not going to break your glasses. I've got a very thin head. Your head's bigger than mine. Is it though, Brian? Yes. What do you want? I just told you, women are actually quite good at some things. Brian, thanks very much for calling. <laughs> I, listen, I'm not disagreeing with that. Women are actually quite good at some things. This isn't a big sexist rant. Don't get me wrong, OK? I'm not... Oh, women, you should be in the kitchen. Oh, women, you should be looking after your men and, and giving them... No, I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is, and it's very, very simple, and if you just take away the emotion for a moment and think about it, women should not work on building sites. I don't quite know how I got onto that, but it's true. Uh, and they should not fly aeroplanes. It's a fact. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Let's go to speaking of women. It's Verinda. I don't know, but I could imagine it's the same. It can't be the same. It's like when, uh, when people clap after oh. he's, listen, he's listening to Noel Gallagher on Talk Sport. Well, yeah, Vinny. Oh yeah, sorry, Anna. Could you turn off Talk Sport, please? Yeah. Could you turn off the sports bar with Andy Goldstein? Yeah. Thank you very much, Verinda. Yeah. What, what can we do for you this evening? It's 24-hour sport now. Can I ask you, uh, are, is TalkSport giving away a p- pair of tickets to see S. Mouse this evening? I don't think so. This is exclusive oh, right. to Absolute Radio. OK, all right, then. So, thank you, yes. Yeah, so... Yes, um, uh, you had your wallet, Nick, did you? Yeah, so well, I ho- made my wallet. Hopefully. What was in your wallet? An unused condom, five pounds... Uh, and a picture, yeah. uh, a, a picture of um, uh, myself. Yourself, exactly, Na- <laughs> naked. Yeah. So, so you know, hopefully some good will come of it. At least you yeah. don't need money to see the penises next when uh, Monday. Yeah, because don't forget we're seeing the penises on Monday. That'll cheer you up. Yes. yes. Uh, I've, I've, so... been asked, I've been asked, by the way, to film Vinny's face at the start of the show. <laughs> so I will we'll take the flip and just film, oh, have a camera on his face okay. at the start of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, oh, I think I'm a bullet. You you can't bottle it. You can't. It. You can't. What, that's one of your dreams. As is coming to sit in on the studio, and we're going to find a prostitute and for it's you. All happening on that one night. We're finding a prostitute, and, and you're I'm gonna, having a date. You're having a date with Eloise that she's going to pay for. Okay. So all of all these right. things are happening. I've got you tickets, and you can't back out because I'll look like a right idiot yeah. to those PR people. You can, you, what you can do is give it away on the show. No, 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 no you're, not you're allowed. Coming. I'm not allowed. Yeah. It's in your uh, name. Oh, uh, OK. All right, then. Listen to him breathing heavily now. I will never go to Pizza Express with you if you don't come. Are you going to Pizza Express with him? No, I remember he asked me ages ago to take me to Pizza Express. Oh, OK, Express. OK. That's, that's not the date, then? No. OK. I, I was uh, going to do it in, in here, wasn't I? Yeah. But in then you're coming on the show afterwards. That's another thing that you've got. I'm driving right, in especially then. so that you've got my cab home. All right, then, OK, all right. You don't make it sound like we're kind of... Fought. This is going to be an amazing opportunity These for you dreams. to see two penises oh. on stage. Uh, 
honestly, uh, if I, uh, if penises freak me out. <laughs> uh, if you, I don't know if you watched that uh, for the Channel Four program. Um, uh, Queer as folk. No, uh, that Doctor. Uh, oh, Doctor Christian, Jensen, Se- sexy yeah. bodies, people's sexy bodies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, despite being eight o'clock, uh, they still show a lot of penises. They show a lot of penises. But I, I, do yeah. I find more more upsetting than the penises? Are the, yeah. def- the, the deformed labias. I don't oh, know okay. if I can say that word on the radio, but I find it's that... Scientific. More... So it's, it's Latin. Have they used... Uh, Louise, have they used my quote, do you think, on the posters? Oh, they have. Yeah, they have. Have they? Yeah. Oh, man, I've never had a quote on a poster Yours before. Yours is the headlining oh, quote. Oh, man! Vinny, I did I a... forwarded you the photo of it. No, I've not seen that. Oh, To my was, Gmail was, account. Yeah, it was on hers and when I said, oh, look, we'll do oh, anything I didn't see for that. us. That's what they've got everywhere. Oh, I'll have a little look. Vinny, I might have a quote on a poster. Well done. <laughs> I, the, and is, is, the, is the, the C word in there? Yeah, everything. Wow, really? It. Oh, that's... As in the C word, the C word, proper C word. No, as in the second C word. Oh, okay. Um, no, you've sent me a list of load of crap people that want to come and be on the show, but no, I don't think... Oh, that... it was ages ago. Oh, can you send me... But before I wrote the quote? No, after you wrote the quote, obviously. I didn't get that. I, you did, because you replied to it, because I said, oh, look, you can ha- they'll let you have loads of people because they're well happy with the quote. When? And attached to the bottom is is your thing. I've got Anthony Daniels. Why don't you try searching um, the PR lady, which I'll tell you in a second. Um... Yeah, type that in. <laughs> oh, what do you mean, yeah, type that in? Oh, I know. Put my mic down, I'll do it in your... Okay. Hang on, say that, Vinny, she's whispering in my ear. Yeah. I can't hear you. All I can hear is this go, but I can't hear your voice. Sean? Are you saying Sean? Charlotte? You, you might say something? Sha- Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> okay, right. Let's have a little... Uh... Did she say something naughty? I can't hear you when you do that. I'll I can... try this one. Well, no, because I've got your mic up. So... Right. <laughs> right. Um... But, yeah, after the, se- the longer version of that. Ju- Justin Morehouse. No. Ah, ah! Hope you're well. Uh, uh, oh no, that's the puppetry of the penis people. Yeah. No, but that's from the fifth of July. No, there there isn't. Oh. You haven't sent it to me. I definitely oh. did. Oh, here it is. Oh yeah, look, they do. That's brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Not since the Chuckle Brothers have two been so entertaining. That's a great quote, isn't it? It's a good quote. Look oh, at I... all the rubbish ones below it. Nothing short of astounding. Charming, extraordinary. Charming is not a word Wicked. I would attribute to that. Oh, that's I'm really, really chuffed. That's the the best thing that's ever ever happened to me. Uh, well, than even more kid. than uh, you having a baby. I just said more, that, Vinny. Even Copycat. more than me having a baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, even more than talking to Vinny. They've said I didn't read that. I didn't. I didn't scroll down because I just saw your bit that, that we could have as ma- have as many tickets as we wanted. My mum really wants to go. I was telling her about it today, and she's like, "Oh, that sounds brilliant." I think my mum would want to go. Yeah, why are you getting a uh, boner over this? <laughs> well, you need one, I hear. Yeah, they check you. They frisk you when you go in. <laughs> the thing is, Vinny, no, and seriously, it, it, I know we're having a laugh and stuff. It'll be a fun night. One thing, uh, you know that when you go into the reception, you have to take your trousers off. You can keep uh, your you can keep your pants on. So just make yeah. sure you're wearing nice pants. All right, then. Okay. Uh, why do you have to take them off for? And good socks. And good socks. Easy access. Uh, will you be uh, taking them off? 
My trousers? Yeah, of course it will. They don't make girls because we don't have penises. It's, it's only the blokes, Vinny. Oh, I see. Okay, I see. so yeah. So uh, they ask uh, everyone the to join in. Bit of karaoke. Okay, so what the hell are you talking about tonight? <laughs> but if anyone wants to come, pub uh, the penis, uh, Leicester Square Theatre, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking tonight, Vinny. Um, we're going to give away some tickets to Chris Lilly. Uh huh. We are um, saying that women shouldn't fly aeroplanes or work on building sites. I've got another one. Oh, okay, go on. Uh, there shouldn't be uh, bouncers, women bouncers. I, you're wrong. Why? Because I think the feminine, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, 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 just them, the feminine presence could calm yeah. down a potentially violent situation. Yeah. And if, okay. if that doesn't work, they could flash a bit of boob. Either way, they are in a better position to calm down uh, and, and stop violence. If there's a if there's two big blokes, right, that look like mm. gorilla, big, huge as gorillas, got shaved yeah. heads, pierced yeah. noses, that yeah. is asking for a situation to kick off. I see. I see. Okay. Well, what about? Uh... Can I stop you here, Vinny? Yeah. Not one of your best calls. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest. Pretend you're drunk and do some of that. Oh, uh, I can't be bothered. Thanks for calling. Uh, all right, then, bye. That was very, very poor, even by his very, very poor standards. Oh, yeah. Our breakfast show with RAC, the driving people. Absolute radio. Uh, keep listening. We will be giving away a pair of tickets um, to see uh, Chris Lilly um, on Wednesday night. Uh, when you hear S Mouse, 0330123215, line six will win it. Women shouldn't be allowed to fly aeroplanes. They shouldn't work on building sites. What happened to Christopher Lillycrap? And describe the show in one word if you can. Brian! Hello. Hello, Brian. Hello there. I don't, I don't believe if they should be firefighters neither. Why do you say that? Uh, well, if another firefighter got in any trouble, would they be strong enough to pull them out? Obviously, if they're wearing the breathing apparatus and stuff like that. And I know you're also saying about builders, and they, there most certainly aren't any women scaffolders. I don't ever... No. I've never seen any. No. Well, they, they, they physically can't cope with the job, and that's not sexism. That's fine. No. But I, 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 listen, I do think that there should be uh, um, female firefighters, although we should call them firemen because that's what they are. Uh, I don't like this firefighters nonsense. Everyone is... They're, they're firemen. But, uh, you know, maybe they shouldn't be... You know, they shouldn't be going into the burning buildings, perhaps. They could be doing other jobs that are equally as useful, like turning the handle that extends the ladder... Or plugging the hoses into the, into the water supplies. Oh, but then that's not equal, is it? <laughs> well, it's not equal, but they can they can contribute. Yeah, I know. Like same with ambulance crews, they are very good at ambulance crews. But if you have two women attend, and if, no. if it's a relatively large person, they can't always lift no, them up. They of course they've got those, they, they've got those I've, special I've chairs. I've witnessed it before. They can't carry no. them down the stairs, and then they've called out another crew in order to help them. So has, that takes another crew has away that really happened? from doing another job. I do have a soft spot for ambulance ladies, though. I oh, think I do as well. I uniform, think they're very good. No, I'm I not think, knocking that. I think they're cute. The uniform's quite cute. 
Yeah, I'm just saying the strength side of things. That's all I'm saying. Other than that, they're you, not very good at this job. I can't uh, knock that. Who would you rather be tended to in the back of an ambulance hurtling through central London? A big, fat, sweaty bloke or a hot lady? <laughs> yeah, well, you've got to go for the hot lady. No problems there. Exactly. <laughs> Brian, thank you very much. But if I was stuck somewhere and I needed to be pulled out, then I'll be looking for that fat, sweaty bloke probably to go, help. You see. Thank you, Brian. Let's go to uh, the United States of America. Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Lisa Blanchard Paddenden. Hi, I'm Lisa Blanchard Paddenden. Shut up. Hi, my name's Lisa Blanchard Paddenden. You realize I'm calling because I want to cuss you out, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. This this coming from uh, from a lady who thinks it's appropriate to post... Um, uh, photos of herself at the Globe Theatre where she is actually blurry, but the rest of the photograph is in focus. <laughs> you think that's acceptable behavior? What the hell does that have to do with women flying? Camel racing, anyone? You're scared. Come I on. know you're scared. First but, of all, what is your scientific evidence that women can't control an airplane once we lose flight controls and you have to do fly-by-wire? I know that's a lot of technical terms for why you. Did, for, the, for those people who may not have understood that, and I know you're, you're throwing in the technical terms, Lisa, because you're trying to show off. And yes, of course, ladies are great at learning all of the technical terms. Of course you can. That's brilliant. Well done. Say, yeah. it, say it in English. 23 years in the aviation industry would help you do that. OK. Um, say it in English. I would like to know what your scientific evidence is okay. that women can, couldn't control an airplane. What do you do in the aviation industry? I do a lot of things, but oh, answer the question. Stop is, avoiding it. <laughs> is one of the things that you do... I'm an aviation inspector. Okay, so you're an inspector. Uh-huh. And I'm sure you're wonderful at that job. And I was in the Air Force. I was a mechanic as well. Okay. Are you scared of women fixing planes as well? Because no, 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 not at all. you might want to no. go off on no, that. No, not at all. It's all technical. Girls are great technical stuff. Can I ask, did you fly planes? I flew as an uh, aircraft mechanic, yes. And I flew with all women flight crews as no, well. No, that wasn't the question. Can you answer the question? Um, I can technically fly a helicopter. Oh, oh, okay, well, helicopters, <laughs> a piece of cake. Oh, right, I can fly, right. I can fly a helicopter. Not a difference at all. I, Lisa, bull, bull Lisa, crap. Lisa <laughs> I, I could sit in a helicopter and within 20 minutes have worked out how to fly it. So okay? you still haven't answered the question, what is you the scientific evidence? That a woman cannot control an airplane. You haven't answered the question. Yeah, I did have. you? No, you haven't. Yeah. Did you fly aeroplanes? Not I flew on aeroplanes because no, I, in that I case, did not technically fly as a pilot, okay. but I Why? can back up any BS answer you have okay. for me. I can back Why? up with five or ten facts. Why so did you not? Tell me where your scientific evidence is. Why did you not fly an aeroplane? What's that? Why did you not fly? An aeroplane. Well, when I was in the Air Force, I was enlisted, and enlisted yep. people cannot fly as pilots. Officers okay. are only oh, allowed to fly. Okay, okay. So you can't fly an aeroplane? No. Okay, well, that's interesting, but you can fly a helicopter, mm-hmm. which is easy. We, you know, it's, it's just you turn the key, you flick a few switches, up, down, that's fine. Because also because you're going from a, a vertical takeoff, which is much easier than a runway takeoff. Is, 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 isn't Honestly, it? to be fair, um, isn't it? Flying a helicopter is much harder no. than flying an airplane. Lisa, I have been told. Lisa, I have been told endlessly by pilots first of all, fixed-wing aircraft that that is the fact. First but of all, let's first get of all, back no, to let's, your let's sexist address, comment we'll about women minute. can't fly address the point. airplane. You have been you, you you have you have no actual evidence yourself that but flying. You don't have any scientific have, evidence. We'll address. Do you know when the first woman f- 
licensed pilot was? Oh, it was like 1923 or something. 1911. Well, I, I was out by 12 years. Um, you have no personal... In 1944, you... oh, Ann Bob Baumgartner flew a test flight wow. of, of 350 miles per hour at 35,000 wow. feet. So really? are you saying that, well, she's not allowed to do that because she's a woman? Uh, I'm saying that those planes were a lot lighter and easier to control. Oh, than, than, and, let me finish the sentence, Lisa. Actually, they were Lisa, heavier back then because now the we sentence. use composite on aircraft, so they're Can lighter. Can I finish the sentence? Huh? Can I finish the sentence? No. I'm American. Are you kidding me? Well, exactly. Those planes were a lot uh, lighter and uh, easier to fly than uh, 747s. Mm. Also, I'd like to... But, as, no, 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 um, Lisa, Lisa, no. You I'd like to no, Lisa, to Lisa, firefighter Lisa, guy Lisa, Lisa, if Lisa, I was a firefighter, Lisa, I would wear a T-shirt that says, Lisa, don't let me, Lisa, don't let a woman Lisa, save my life. Lisa, can you hear me? Can you hear me? No. <laughs> OK, well, you need to be able to hear me because you're coming across as quite rude. I'm, I'm coming across... <laughs> I'm coming across as being fairly decent and, and fair in this argument. Really? You're coming across as <laughs> quite rude. Being decent and fair. Thank you. Okay. You're, you're coming across as, quite, uh, across as quite rude and not listening to, to any of my answers. Did you so, really have an answer? You said in the beginning you had do scientific you want to have, evidence. Do you want so. to have a conversation or do you just want to, to talk at me in your, and I'm not being offensive here, slightly annoying American wine? <laughs> right. Or should I put on... Did I put on an accent so that it'll be even more annoying? <laughs> As I said earlier, and I don't think you can dispute that the the lady you mentioned who flew the test plane at whenever that was, nineteen forty three or whatever. Forty four. Those yep. planes are faster and li- uh, lighter than the modern seven four seven. No, they're not. They're lighter than the seven four seven. Okay, well, because... can you show me the facts you've got for that, Lisa? Well, okay, I'll show you the facts when you give me the scientific no. evidence that you quoted. You in can't the just you can't just say I, I can't. I, I give you information and you go, no, that's not true. Stumbling. You can't do that. I'm not stumbling, Lisa. <laughs> the plane that that lady. Okay, let's 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 look this up. What was the name of the plane that 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 lady flew? Um, I don't know the name of the plane, but oh, her name is Anne Baumgartner. Do you no, want to spell B A U M G A R T C? Lisa, I don't. I don't. I don't. Because I, I'm not being funny. I've, I put my feet up on the desk. That's how relaxed I am in this conversation. Uh, all right. Do you you've also know on, that women took over um, aerial refueling back in World War II you've and come they did on, all of the refueling of these fighter on, planes? You've come on and right? you've spouted uh, hearsay. Hearsay wouldn't, stand up in a, hearsay wouldn't stand up in a court of law, Lisa. You haven't love. spouted a fact out yet, but I have. Well, you don't know what I've spouted out because you've not been listening. You've been constantly, <laughs> constantly talking over me oh, and blah, shouting blah, blah. at me and blah, blah, blah. Listen, Lisa, if that's the best you can do, then no wonder your country's about to go under. No wonder. <laughs> no, wonder you've, no wonder you've lost a AAA rating. <laughs> No wonder. No, it's because we have poor government and, and excessive spending. Where's your Where's your that, hus- Where's your husband? Pay too much money for airplanes. Where's your husband? He's at work. He's on his way home. Does at- he ever go out with you? Because you, you you always seem to be on your own when you're out. And well, about. he was mad that he missed last night. Lisa, for those who don't know, I've come across Lisa a couple of times. You came, did you come to the Curricorder Quartet as well? Yes, I did. She's come, and you were at the set the agenda last night. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you were you, you kind of come on your own, and you you I don't want if I should say this on the radio. You were chatting up a young man, the photographer. Oh, yeah, whatever. 
photographer. You were chatting up Pez. <laughs> I was pointing out pictures he could take. He was yeah, a photographer. I bet you were. Whatever. Did you enjoy last night? It was very fun. It was good. I wasn't made it? a friend, and then I'll be there on Friday as well. Are you coming Just, Friday? Yes, I am. Okay. The, the nun was supposed to do 10 minutes. She did 14 the minutes. Was excellent. The nun it was great. It didn't matter that it took that long. It was uh, a hilarious show. A lot of people missed their trains because of the nun. <laughs> I didn't. I, I made it just in time. Well, that's okay then. Well, Lisa, listen, uh, I, I'm glad you've uh, admitted that you're wrong on, on this subject, and it's lovely <laughs> right. to talk to you. And I admitted I'll, that you're wrong. And I'll hey, see- it was good that uh, you had the advert right before I came on about uh, owning up to mental health problems, because you really should check Thank that you out. very much, Lisa. Very okay. nice to talk to you. There we go. Uh, uh, one of our American cousins there, talking out of uh, what I believe they call over there, her ass. Well, they might even call it her fanny. That's not rude. That's what they call an ass in America. I couldn't believe that the first time I heard that. I was absolutely shocked. Do shake my what? Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Lara, we'll come to you after this. Natalie Joan Lonsborough sent me a very angry email. You are a sexist idiot. It is sexist, and you should be banned from being on the air. Go have some sex. Sounds like you need some. That's something else, no. You're all penis, boobs, etc., but I doubt you ever get any, you pathetic human being. But you're still listening, aren't you, Natalie? Absolute Radio is our name. Absolute Radio. Mom, you know Pythagoras' theorem? No. How does it go again? Call 0845 600 8080. Do more, be more. I'm switching you off. You are ridiculously biased and bigoted about the ability of women to fly planes. I have a master's degree in engineering and worked as a systems engineer on satellites for the European Space Agency. Did you fly planes? It is you, Ratties, shouting down Lisa, the aeronautical inspector... Not she. Replay the programme and try listening to a woman. You are wrong and very crude. From Ros Dean in Seven Oaks. Ian Lee's two-hour-long late-night radio show starting at 11 every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Lara, Caddick, Howell, with you after this. Thomas, the 19-year-old politics student, has been in touch. Just got in. Would you like me to phone me tonight, or shall we wait for another night? People on your Facebook all seem to think I hate the show, which isn't the case at all. I thought I made my points very clear. I would still be up for chat, even if the chat would be in your arena in Radioland, where you're clearly more comfortable than me, because you've never been in radio in the entire life. Oh, that's the wrong button there. Well, obviously not that comfortable. I don't have to work the bloody thing. Tell me, listen, if you want to come on, come on. If you don't want to come on, you know, whatever. It's, this is where it's going to be. I'm not going to come around to your house and sit in your mum's living room or something in an environment where you'll be more comfortable, OK? If you want to come on, come on. If not, you know, that's the last time I'm going to reply to um, your emails. Uh, Lara was on hold for a while, then dropped off. Hello, Lara. Good evening, Ian. How are you doing? Oh, well, sorry, I was expecting a lady. Good evening, Lara. So much. No, it's all right. You've got a very lovely voice. What can I do for you? <laughs> no, unsuitable jobs for women. Yeah, go on. Well, I'm kind of, you know, you, you, you've kind of done that one a bit to death as far as unsuitable jobs for women are concerned, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump on some political social. You'd admit that some jobs are unsuitable for women, aren't they? 
Well, only in the same way that some people would disagree that uh, some some people would agree that um, men shouldn't be midwives. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. There, there are some jobs that are inappropriate for sexes to do. And this this is my question to yes. you, as, yeah. as opposed to playing as opposed to playing and, and feeding your kind of. Uh, Feeding your thought stream on on what you were going on originally. Yes. So what's feeding my thought stream? I like that. That's a great <laughs> phrase. Yeah. So unsuitable jobs for men. What are they? What would you call them? Um, and why? Uh, unsuitable jobs for men. I could see how um, uh, male midwives could be uh, could be inappropriate. As I, I, I think they should. But be... why? Okay, why? Because I think there should be a degree of empathy in a, in a, in a, in a job that's uh, that's connected with something that's so emotional and so personal. And what makes you think that a man can be less empathic than a woman? To, to do with um, giving birth? Yes, absolutely. I think I've just given you the answer, love. No, absolutely not. Because um, male GPs are quite often more sympathetic because they don't understand how it Didn't feels. Didn't mention sympathy at all. I mentioned empathy. No, I know. I'm trying to illustrate a point. And I'm, well, you're illustrating it very badly. Uh, uh, I OK, said, well... I what... said... No, let's focus on this. I said empathy, you said sympathy. Completely different things. Yes, and, I appreciate uh, that, uh, and I was actually we're not working talking towards... about We're not talking about doctors, we're talking about midwives, which is completely different from doctors. They do a completely different job to doctors. I was, actually, I was leading to a point... OK, but you'd admit that midwives do a completely different job to doctors, wouldn't you? They're, they still work in a medical profession. Oh, God, so does the bloke in the local chemist. What does he know about anything? Have you, have you had children? Yes. OK, so you, you would know then, because you've had contact with midwives, that they do a very different job to doctors. That's a fact. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going with your, with your thought stream, as it were. Well, no, don't go with it. No, I'll go with it. I want, I want, no, I'm, 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 turning, I'm turning the table on, because I want to know what you think about unsuitable jobs for men. Well, I've just told you, love. Listen. No, uh, you didn't. I gave you an example. No, I... You've, no, listen, you've come on with a cob on, and I'm answering your questions, no, no, and you're no, being No, no, I haven't dick. at all. You, you have. You've asked me, you've asked <laughs> me why... I'm playing devil's advocate. Well, you're not. You're, play, you're, you're playing it very, very badly. <laughs> you have asked me, why do I think... Uh, that male midwives uh, 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 are inappropriate, and I've told you... No, no, you... no, no, I said, what, do you, what would you say unsuitable jobs for men No, no you, you didn't. You did say that, but you also said, why are male midwives inappropriate? You asked me that question. I told you that. I gave you the answer, and my you main, my main, my main point, my main question was... I didn't know you had a main was... question and a secondary question. Sorry, you asked me a question, and I answered it. You no, asked me why no, male midwives. No, you the first asked thing me unsuitable jobs for you men. You asked me why male. You asked me why male male. I can't even say it. Would midwives are inappropriate? And I told you. Well, no, no, you're not really because. Well, yes, I have. They don't have the same. They can't. How can a man? That's okay. How okay, can so, a man? No, so, let's so answer this question. So that how is, can, so no, that no, is. No, what about answer, women that haven't had children? One, how can one how, thing how, at how time. do they make good one midwives? One thing at a time. How can a man have the empathy? Of someone who's going through childbirth. How can a, how can a childless woman do the same? We'll address that in a second. Let's address one thing at a time. How can a man have any empathy, any significant empathy, with a woman who is going through childbirth? How is that possible? You tell me. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to follow this through. Exactly, with, that's what with, I'm asking with, you a with, question. With, I'm asking you a question which hopefully will follow this through. So answer that question, please. I'm, I'm trying to get to that point. If you, if you follow the stream through... What I'm trying to say is the fact that if a man can't have empathy in that situation... Don't, please don't say the thing about a childless midwife. We're going to get to that why? point in a minute. Why is that? It's because like we're going to get to that point in a minute. It's like... We're going to get to that point in a minute, Lara. No, Focus, no, no I, keep, I keep trying to say that. Let's work... Exactly. Let's work through this logically. So How? answer the original question. No, I said, Lara, what are Lara, Jesus, you're so irritating. I'm, we're, we're, we're picking on one question. 
Okay, we've picked on one job. Okay, I know you're laughing because you think you're being clever. No, you're not, not at all. You're actually being really irritating and quite stupid and coming across very, very badly. We have picked a job that is that men are inappropriate for being a midwife. Okay, answer this are you question. Being deliberately argumentative. Answer this or question. Insulting. Answer this. No, you're being you're being completely stupid. That's why it's coming across as insulting because you haven't got the intelligence to follow this conversation through. No, I'm just I'm, I'm actually get... choosing to try and pursue it we will... in exactly. a way that you're refusing to answer. Exactly. We we okay. We are picking one job that is inappropriate for men. Male midwives, the one you suggested. Excellent suggestion. We'll get to your point about childless uh, midwife, female midwives in a second. That comes after this point, okay? How can a man have empathy with a woman going through childbirth? Significant empathy with a woman going through childbirth? How do you describe significant, though? This is what I'm trying to understand. How can can you possibly um, have degrees of significance in this situation? Of course you can. I can, I can be empathetic to a woman going through childbirth. Of course I can, because I can imagine pain, I can imagine fear, I can imagine so loneliness. Surely that's em- so Lara, are you, you going to let me finish? Empathy. Are you going to let me finish a sentence, no, Lara? Really? No. Well, then, then, we'll not, say, then I'm going to say good night to you, then, Lara. If you're not going to have a conversation, <laughs> then I'm going to let you go, love. Because, hello. She put the phone down. She um, put the phone down. I'd like to answer. Please do, Eloise. Um, uh, so your question about the male thingy, can yes. they have empathy? No. Not significant empathy? No, yep. because they can't, it's impossible for them to go through it themselves. Exactly. And they, of course they can have some empathy. They can feel fear, they can uh, empathise with, with loneliness, they can empathise with uh, the t- terror of the unknown, with pain, but they cannot empathise with having a... I cannot empathise, even though I stood next to my wife when she gave birth to my son, I cannot empathise with her having a living thing in her belly coming out through her body uh, and at any moment both of them could die any moment something could go wrong and the baby could die she could die i can't i can be there for her the feeling of nurturing it in you exactly and i'm very jealous of that i'm really jealous of that and your next question about well her next question would have been um what about childless childless... well i'm afraid she didn't barry are you there Oh, he's phoning in there. Barry, we're on two lines. Sorry, I had a phone call on the other line. <laughs> Listen to you, Mr Media. But then Laura just disappeared. What was the point? That was really disappointing. I'm so happy to have a, a, a conversation about this, but... Yes. You know, she just came on to have a pop and wasn't prepared to listen, which isn't... Not the rules of engagement. No, n- n- no. N- 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 19. No, 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 no. Listen, Ian... A man doesn't have to have empathy. He'll be a trained medical person. He doesn't have to be doing the deep breaths and the TENS machine. He will know <laughs> what TENS to do. Machine. In the case. What do you know about? They didn't have TENS machines when your Dave was born. No, you just got a, a, cl- a clip round the ear. <laughs> Don't shut up. <laughs> there are certain jobs yes. that men can do yes. and ladies can't. And there was an American lady who was on earlier wanted yes. to know the proof that a woman couldn't fly a plane. I've got it right here. OK, go on. Time magazine, 1987. Yeah. Headline, Why Ladies Can't Fly Planes. Here's another one. (laughs) New Scientist, May 1983. (laughs) Ladies, get off the flight deck. June 1991. This was in Exchange and Mark. And it says, Ladies... Sit down and shut up. And th- this is the conclusive proof. <laughs> when you get on a plane, yeah, you want yeah, a yeah. nice, comforting... 
well, let, hopefully, posh, smooth, velvety male voice to say, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry yeah, about yeah. flying. Yeah. You don't want some hysterical bint going, oh, blah, oh, I hope we get to Mediocre, oh, you know. I mean, I've been very frightened about flying since the war, not the actual war. I saw Saving Private Ryan on a flight to Bangkok. But, you know, it does make <laughs> And I do like a gentleman's voice. <laughs> and as for a gentleman delivering a baby, would you want a man, possibly with tattoos, fiddling around near your wife's doodah? No, you would not. I would not want that in the slightest. You know, for docking no. out a cigarette, maybe smoking a pipe, doing the pools at the... <laughs> you know, you want a lady, they understand how the belly button works and all that sort of they, thing. Ladies have got vaginas. Uh, what, sorry? Not on the... Only in the NHS. They have them taken out via the belly button on Booper, don't they? They don't go down mucky down the hill. No, heaven forbid. So I hope I've cleared up something. <laughs> Have I contributed in any way to this discussion? <laughs> so, ladies, button up, treacle, stick the kettle on, make us all a nice cup of tea. That's it. Night all. Tad up. Oh, I can't breathe. Um, Thomas has, uh, uh, has emailed in his phone number, so we're going to give him a little call. He sent me a stroppy, uh, sent me a st- couple of stroppy emails. Um, so let's just see what he has to say for himself. Six. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I'm having fun tonight. Maybe not the best show to invite all the Ian Collins listeners to uh, to join in, but I'm having fun. Who are you ringing? Tommy. Hello. Hello, Thomas. Hello. Yes, you're live on the radio, so what's your language? I, I'm not going to swear. OK, excellent. Right, what can I do for you? OK. Um, you rang me, so what would you like to talk about? No, don't... Listen, don't start getting no, clever. I, my point don't was start getting argument. clever. OK. I'm not, I'm not trying to be well, clever. Well, don't, don't do the, I you think... rang me, what do you want to talk about? Let's... That, no, that's... OK. You're okay, starting fine. off on a I very think, bad foot I there, young man. in arguments, you tend to belittle people that aren't as articulate as you and aren't used to the radio waves. The, the, the radio waves is irrelevant. Being used to the radio waves well, is no, irrelevant. Well, no, of course it's not the... relevant. It, no, of course it's not relevant. People aren't familiar you've with the You've just said it's not relevant. You've just, uh, you've just agreed with me. you said it's not relevant. Right. Well, no, the thing is, your <laughs> email... Your email... Well, you did. If you listen back, you said it's not relevant. Right. No, I, I didn't. Ian, let's okay. read out your email. Yep. Is there any reason you only choose, only spelt incorrectly, to argue with people that hang on, aren't... Hang on. OK, I'm sorry, it's called a typing error. Many, many people Is there any reason you only choose... It's just that we, you know, when I send emails, I, I, I spell check it. In, without okay, using well, the computer, I was in a rush. I had other stuff to do. But well, okay. when, I, when I have to con- contact people, I make sure I have the time that it deserves. Is there any reason <laughs> you only choose to argue with people that aren't as confident as you? Yeah. These are the people that phone up, Thomas. They've well, obviously, got, okay, they've obviously but, got more. They've obviously, okay. got, they've obviously got the confidence to phone in. Well, no, I, I just haven't got the money to it. It's nothing to do with the confidence. I wasn't talking about you, Thomas. Okay. I'm talking about the people that I argue with. They have the okay. confidence to phone in. I don't know how confident they are. Yeah, I know, but you pick out, say, if they say a word wrong... Yep. ..or if they don't quite get their point across yep. because they're not as articulate as you... you that's point not, well, that's not what you said, that, Thomas, that's not what you said. You, you have... You have well, uh, it is. No, we're, we're doing one sentence at a time of your email, young man, OK? OK. <laughs> 
You were not talking about. Our, I our, do our, think you're quite good at this, by the way. I'm I'm not, it's not a criticism. I'm excellent. Okay. At it. We're not talking yeah. about articulation. In your third <laughs> sentence, you say confident. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got, agree. Yeah. They, they've got the confidence to phone in. Okay. okay. Well, they don't have the confidence. So you agree that you're wrong on there? Okay. No, I don't. I don't only choose to argue with people that aren't as confident as me. That's in, that's an incorrect statement. Okay, well that's how it comes across. How? Well, it if comes the people have got the you... confidence to I phone mean... in, the people have got the confidence to phone in. Then, what do you want me to go? Go? Oh, hang on. Okay. On a scale okay, of one sorry. to ten, okay. how confident are you? So I know whether to way, argue or not. The way you treat people that aren't as confident as you. No, 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 I know no. It's no, all no. a we're... show and none of it's real and stuff. I Tom, get that. Tommy, but it still doesn't give you an excuse to be rude to your caller. Tommy, we're doing it one sentence at a time. Yeah. The, the sentence yeah. is: Is there yeah. any reason you only choose to argue with people that aren't as confident as you? That's not true. You seem to just bully people. The bravado is getting boring. Your yeah. points are incredibly badly made. And you seem to just cut people off who disagree with you. Okay. Yeah. I don't just bully well, people. Tonight... I don't just bully okay. people. Uh, the points are factually and strongly made, and I don't just cut people off who disagree with me. If, if you've ever listened to the show more than once... Well, I know. I've listened you, to the show for a long time. Then you I'm will, aware of what this show. Then you will know that people get more of a say on this show than any other phone-in show in the country. No, but you, you kind of trick them into saying things they don't want to say. So if someone oh, makes a point Jesus. and then they accidentally contradict themselves, just not out of what they're saying, just that they're not that articulate, you kind of make a point of that. And if someone contradicts themselves, yes, Tommy, I well, no, make a point of that. If they accidentally trip up on their words. If you're going to have an argument or a discussion... <laughs> I don't fill out my decks with you. I'm one of the only callers who probably doesn't, but I don't, so... Well, what's that, what's, what's that got to do with what I just said? Well, I'm just saying, I'm, you're not going to okay. be able to kind of in- intimidate me. I'm not going to intimidate you, Tommy. No, I'm just saying, it's not but, really going to work. But what, what, so. what I'd like from you, and as, you're only young, what I'd like yeah. from you okay. is some manners... I don't, I don't quite understand why my age is relevant. Because you haven't learned how to... I'm you over 18. You haven't learned how to have a conversation. You, you're over <laughs> 18 by years, but you're, you're, you're much younger than that mentally. You haven't learned how to have okay. a conversation and how to listen to what's being said. That's the key thing. Actually, listen to what's being said. I can listen. I do not cut people off who disagree with me. At some point in the life of a phone call on a phone-in show, that phone call has to end because of music, because of ads, because they're getting boring and it's an entertainment show, uh, for all different kinds of reasons. I, some, I never cut people off just because they disagree with me. Well, I think you do do that. Also, well, you're wrong. You well, no, people... no, let's, let's do oh, this no, one at a time. I'm not wrong. Well, Tommy, you are wrong because I never... You are so wrong because I, I never cut people off just because they disagree with me. You're on the air now. You've been on the air for five minutes. Yeah. Uh, and you're disagreeing with me. I've not cut you off. We had the American lady on who disagreed with me. I wasn't I didn't... tonight. I was busy, but yeah. There you go. Um, we had an American lady who well, was on for about sorry. ten minutes who I didn't, didn't agree with. I didn't cut her off. Lara phoned up. I didn't disagree with her. She hung up. So well, I, that's I factually incorrect. Those, so well, that's irrelevant, that. Tommy, because that is factually, okay, well, and that's actually, I don't get very angry, but that has actually got me angry because what you're saying is a lie. No, well, I, what you're saying... I think it is a lie. I've what heard you're you saying, that. You can say, hang what on, you're no, saying, don't talk over me. No, no, what this is what you're saying is a lie. Tommy, what you're saying is a lie. I don't agree. It's not a lie. And you do this thing of talking over people and it makes your point more important than someone else's, which isn't how life works, I'm afraid. So you're te- firstly, Hang on. You, I've got a 19-year-old telling me how life works? Yeah, I know. It's how amazing, you, isn't it? How have you lived, Tommy? Tell me about your life. Tell me what, tell me what, what your life. 19-year-old... Don't 
my life is absolutely not relevant. To you're you're telling me how life. You're telling me how life works, Tom. I'm guessing you've got some. I'm guessing you've got some some amazing experience that's happened to you. It's just like when you ask people how much they earn, because that kind of is relevant to a point. The only time I ask people how much they earn is when they bring up. The only time I ask people how much they earn, Tommy, is when when they bring up money. I never bring that up myself. I am in an incredibly fortunate position that I, uh, I'm very, very comfortable and I'm very, very happy yeah, and I'm well, very, very lucky. Yeah. I am very, very lucky. I never bring up how much I earn unless people address that themselves. I don't think it's something you should talk about well, th- in an argument personally. But, if someone, if but someone if brings it up, Tommy, if someone brings it up, this is a conversation. The conversation isn't set down by various points. You follow it through. It's like a, it's like a stream. You're teaching me so many things tonight. I, I don't like your attitude. I, I think you've got quite a nasty, sarcastic. You've got a nasty, sarcastic attitude. If people bring up, if people bring up money, Tommy, it would be rude of me not to address that situation, wouldn't it? No, people have been having conversations with you about your job, and they've criticised you, and you've brought up money as a kind you, of have you got the evidence of that, please? Mechanism. Have you got the evidence what? of that, please? Well, I've heard it on your radio. Can you can, yeah. can you can you give me a quote because I don't think that's true. Um, it was around the Tommy Boyd kind of time. There was a guy. There was a few people who rang after Tommy Boyd. Okay, can you give me the quotes? Can you give me the quotes? Because I don't. No, I, th- I think. Give you the quotes. I think you're it saying it out of context. Today. I think you're speaking out of context. Of I can't give you the quote. Okay. Okay. Let's go to the main sentence in your email. The final okay. sentence in the first email. Oh, and calling fifteen-year-old girls slags is frankly disgusting. Yes. What do you have to say about that? I. Yeah. Okay, dressed as slags and slags are pretty similar, aren't no, they? They're no, pretty they're not. Similar. This is where I know they're that. Well, this is where I know that all of your evidence is based on uh, misquotations and mishearing. Because <laughs> you said at all. it you is. If you say something, it suddenly makes it true. It's and then... a, Tommy. Listen, this is the this is the thing. This is a misquotation. Calling fifteen-year-old girls slags is frankly disgusting. I never in that show, I never called fifteen-year-old girls slags. I never did that. I know that. you said dress no, like I never, like I never, I, ah, let's, ah, thank you. I never called yeah. 15-year-old girls slags. What did I say? You said dress like slags, but... Correct, thank you. You also said Big difference, else, but... big difference, buddy. Okay. Big well, we difference. back to the podcast. You, that, you, you, yeah. you can do, you're more than welcome to. I won't, but, because uh, I know exactly what I said. I said that 15-year-old, I saw some 15-year-old girls dressed as slags. I did okay. not call them slags. There is a okay, huge... Can we talk about the no. entertainment element? Well, no, we're, we're, address, I, I we're not going to move on. That. We're not going to move on just because you've, you, you, you've lost that bit. Well, you no, have to admit... it's not really going anywhere, is it? It's not, Tommy, no, because you, you, you you're struggling. You're right, me saying I'm right. No, I'm not struggling you, at Tommy, all. listen, this is the thing, because we are late for the adverts, and I'm going to let you go in a minute, because A, you're boring, and, and B, you've got a okay, horrible sarcastic OK, what a surprise, yeah. yeah you've been on for nine minutes, which is quite a long time. You'd admit that's a long time? No, of course you wouldn't. Well, I admit that you would you? Compared to most of your callers, yes. I, yeah, yeah, no, I understand uh, that. Okay, okay, yeah. listen, yeah, I'll tell you what. Fine. No, stay there, I'll play the adverts, we'll come back to you in a minute. This is Absolute Radio. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. Absolute Radio. You don't say, I had no idea. Well, I did have an idea that text to Absolute Radio will cost you 50p, plus your standard network rate. Looking for the perfect present from around £30? DAB Digital Radio. It's what your ears were made for. Find out more and check your coverage at lovemyradio.co.uk. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Okay, you would admit, you would have to admit, wouldn't you, that there is a huge difference between calling someone a slag and saying someone is dressed like a slag. 
But I still think saying 15-year-old dress like flag is okay. still a pretty okay, out-of-order thing to say. That's your opinion? Even though even though they were dressed like slags? Well, what do you mean dressed like what? They were dressed like prostitutes. Is that what you mean by slags? They were dressed like slags. OK, well, I still think that's quite an offensive thing to say. Why? Well, as a 19-year-old, if I saw a 15-year-old... Yep. I wouldn't. I would just. I just wouldn't use that. Or different people. I wouldn't use. It, I wouldn't use. I wouldn't say a fifteen-year-old was dressed like a slag. Okay. Well, that's 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 a dif- that's a, per- a difference of opinion. But we've agreed that calling them slags and saying they're dressed as slags is a completely different thing. Well, no, obviously you? they're different. Okay. They're not just, it's just that was the criticism. Okay. In, that was the criticism in your email. Okay. What's your next point? Okay. Um, this point about if it's a show, you can say whatever you like to the callers. You can call them dicks. Never you can said call them that. Idiot. Never said yes. that. Well, it's it's definitely. The implication you you when, when you and Eloise that? talk about well you talk about whenever people get het up about the show you talk about it you talk about it being a show correct it is a show yeah correct for entertainment but I don't think it's particularly entertaining hearing you belittle callers and calling people dicks not... and calling people idiots because they disagree with you personally that's just how I feel I guess okay not necessarily a show doesn't necessarily have to be entertaining well <laughs> it's not doing a very good job if it's not entertaining. Well, no, it is. A show, a show doesn't necessarily have to be entertaining. A show can just well, be an act. to be successful, it does, surely. No, not in the slightest, no. Uh, well, and success <laughs> is relative. an example of a show that isn't... that is entertaining, but is successful, but not entertaining. Um, have you ever seen anything by the Worcester Group? I don't know who the Worcester Group are. Sorry, I, suggest, no. I suggest you check them out. Because a lot of their okay. stuff... Experimental well, surely, surely by ex- I'm giving you an example. I don't know who they are. I'm giving so you an example. So if they're not that successful... You just asked me... I don't even know who they are. I'm, I'm giving you an example. The Worcester Group... Tommy, listen, I've given you plenty of time, mate, and I'm, I'm really oh, yeah, no. doing my best to have a conversation, a grown-up conversation with you. Yeah, um, and, and your behaviour, your behaviour, and your sarcasm—it might be acceptable in, in a politics lesson, but it's it, uh, when you're having a grown-up conversation, mate. It's not. Listen, I've got one suggestion. If you don't like what we do. I do like what you do. I just don't like it when you have when you go overboard on the arguments. And lots of callers feel the same. So I don't Who? know why you're trying to make out. Don't well, look on your you Facebook, can't speak. People... You can't speak for other people. You're not allowed to do that. I'm afraid you can't. Well, you there can't... are other people. That well, that's the great. Same. Let them not... let them get in touch with me. Okay, you can't do that. We're talking about we're talking it's about just Tommy. Constructive criticism, Ian. You it's not. It's not. Oh, I can take it. It's just not constructive. It's. Just, I... What well, I like, of course, it's constructive. I said no, that I not. like your show, and no, I think you're not. a good broadcaster. No, that doesn't I make it constructive. Saying you like my show, saying you like my show, and then well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. And then I criticise yes. a little part of the saying that's not how constructive true. criticism works. By saying, well, of course, I, that's how constructive. Criticism I, it's works. not saying I like the show, but that's not constructive. That's. I know you think because I'm 19, you're vastly more intelligent than me, and you can not intelligent, not intelligent, not intelligent. I'm much more experienced than you. Okay, and that's a fact, and you'd have to accept that. Well, only in the only in terms of that you've lived longer. Thank you very much, and I've and, I've, and what a life I've had. Have you got a son? I'm sure you've had. A, I'm sure you've had. A have you got good a son? Life. Well, no. It'd be a bit odd if I did have a son. Have, okay. Have, so, so you haven't got a son. Have you got a, a, a mother who's incredibly ill, and you've had to um, change her? No. No. But have I, you I've spent had three a lot months? Of have you spent in my life? Have oh, you spent? Play this game. Let's play this game. Well, it's a ridiculous game. I've been through a lot myself, but, but I don't really want to go into at that. At the age of 19, Tommy, you've not had the experience in life that I've had, and that's, that's a okay. fact. But I've lost loved ones and stuff. It's not... It's terrible, isn't it? That only it's... Happens to... I've not mentioned losing loved ones, and that's okay, very well, sad that that's happened. 
That's very okay. sad that that's happened. And, and yeah. you will have learnt from that, won't you? Of course you will. Yeah. Of course you will. Because that's what life experiences are. A lot of the most painful ones are the ones we learn the most from. Yeah. Tommy, listen, it's great talking to you. Bit sarcastic. Okay. Take, take your foot off I the sarc- sarcastic. No, oh, listen. Listen, listen, I'm giving you some really good tips here and this will help you. And this will help you in your politics lessons. Take your foot off the sarcasm, learn to button it a little bit and just listen and respond to what the person has said to you instead of just thinking of your next answer while they're talking. All right? Okay. Good night, Tommy. Take care. Bye-bye. I'll call again. Bye. Uh, Verinda, Howell, Caddick and Jonathan. Speak to you after this. Queen, Gordon's alive. Yeah, this is S. Yes, Vinny, what can I do for you? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that um, I've been calling in for the last five years and you have been bullying me. <laughs> I've been bullying you, yes. Yes, uh, that's OK. Yeah, that's OK. That's OK. Yeah, you're, like the, you're basically the kind of the, the conduit where we can all sort of take our frustrations out on um, and put them yeah. on you. You've been uh, like mildly racist. Towards me. Oh, I'd say it's a bit more than mildly. Okay, uh, you questioned my sexuality many times. <laughs> many, many it. times, many, many times. Despite me uh, uh, telling you many times. Okay, so should we get this once and for all? You are a lesbian. I'm straight. A straight woman, okay. <laughs> Eloise, <laughs> shall, shall I do this or shall you? Huh? You can if you want okay, to. Okay, uh, Vinny, could you stay there one moment, madam? Let's go to uh, line six. Hello, line six. Who's this? Hello, Ian. Hello, it's Jay. How are you doing? Hello, Jay. What can I do for you? Hello, my friend. I just wanted to phone in on... Uh, I'd love the uh, chat between you and Tommy. We can't do that uh, right now, I'm afraid. Wait for that line. <laughs> there we go. It's, it's there. Hang on a second. Line six, you're on the air. What can I do for you? Line six. Five. Four. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Who's this? It's Aisha Rasool. Yo, Aisha, what can I do for you? Um, I want to win Smouse tickets. What, why should we... Yeah, can I check how old you are, please, Aisha? Yeah, I'm 20 years old. You sound about 12! No, no way! Eloise, Eloise just shouted in my ear, is she over 18? Is she over 18? Um, why should we give you the tickets? Because I flipping well love Smouse. So much, and I would kill to go to his gig. Okay, you, you've won the tickets. Oh my god, that's amazing! I'm wa- so happy. Now, listen, you've won the pair of tickets. I'm going to put you over to Eloise and give you the details. Listen, there is a chance that you may mm. not get in even with the tickets, okay? Because the yep, whole thing yep. is oversubscribed. Eloise will have a little chitty chat to you. Let us know what happens, and if you don't get in, we'll sort something else out for you, I promise. That is absolutely wicked. But that's amazing. If you follow Eloise's simple instructions, it should be all right. Yep, that's cool. Well done. Stay on the line. Eloise, I'll have a quick chitty chat with you. Vinny, have we finished with you yet? No. Yeah, we have. OK, let's go to Hal. Hello, Hal. Hey, how you doing? By the oh, way, that's it. The tickets The tickets is given away now. We have no more uh, S-Dot Mouse tickets, OK? So that's it. Hal. OK, well, that's fine. I wasn't after the tickets. Good for um, you. No, I was phoning in... Um, um, I've got experience of flying. I've got a pilot's licence. OK. And I've worked on building sites as a driver in a scaffolding firm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll start off agreeing with you, because uh, that'll be easier. Always easier. Um, no, with regard to building sites, I'd agree women 
don't really fit in that well on building sites. Um, a, a little story I'll tell you. This yeah. I remember I was working on a scaffold and this woman walked underneath and she wasn't. She she worked for the the firm that was doing the renovations of yeah. this uh, uh, housing estate, but she didn't want to wear a hard hat. I think because she didn't want to mess up her hair. Yeah. And of course, one of the scaffolders accidentally dropped his spanner from the second lift, the second level, not which isn't that high. You know, it's only you know like two floors or not even that and it hit her on the head it cut her a little bit a little bit of blood nothing too bad yeah. she was a bit upset and all that so anyway that that that, that was a bit silly so that's that's me agreeing with you um, oh, can i just say i've had an email from bob jones yeah. calling me the c word oh dear oh dear i'm going to ask him to call him call him bob ian lee what a c word oh dear that's rude isn't it isn't that rude how? Yeah, no, very rude, very rude. No, <laughs> I'd, never call, I'd never call you that. No, bless you. Anyway, go, yeah, go on. Another so, story I was going to yeah. tell you. I learned to fly. I've got a pilot's licence, fixed wing. I didn't fly helicopters like your American Lisa lady. Which is easy to... Anyone can fly well, a helicopter. Well, she sort of technically knew how to fly a helicopter, which sounded like to me that she didn't yeah. have her wings, but she knew how to fly it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I learned to fly, and um, I was taught by a woman. Get that. Okay. Captain Wilson, well, they, I don't know her first name. They often... she, she got a lot of stick over her. Well, listen, women... Obviously, women can fly... I'm not yeah. saying that they can't, they don't oh, have okay. the knowledge. Of course, they, ca- they can fly. I'm yeah. just questioning whether it's right that they should be allowed to fly. OK. Um, I didn't think of that angle, but um, I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> Are you all right, Hal? Because you sound like you've got a cob on tonight. No, no, no. I'm What's cool, wrong? I'm cool. I know you've been waiting for a I while, but I, I, come on, I thought we were buddies. <laughs> Yeah, no, we are buddies. We are buddies. That's why I don't want to get in a row with you. But I, I don't know the answer to your the question you've just clarified, which yeah. is should they be allowed to fly? Because yeah. um, there aren't many women pilots. Um, I mean, I'm a lorry driver by trade, and there's very few women lorry drivers. I mean, in the time I've been driving, it's about 10 years, yeah. I've seen about two or three articulated lorry drivers, you yeah. know what I mean, towing yeah. a trailer. So there's not very many. Yeah. So, that, I mean, in terms, uh, and I taught for a bit as well. I've talked to you about primary school teaching before, and it's quite striking that kids, if you give them in a primary school setting, you give them, right, oh, all go off and do what you want. Yeah. The girls go off to the dressing up corner, and their games involve a lot of talking and yeah. acting stuff out and relating to each other. And, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're sort of talking, reading, and writing skills are much better than boys yeah. at the same age. Whereas boys will go off into the Meccano and the Lego corner and make stuff, do you know what I mean? Because their physical spatial awareness is, yeah. is, is much better. And that's innate. That's not because we've been watching that with our yeah. boy, and that's not learn. Mm, that's no, no, that's it's, there. It's nature, nature or nurtured. And I did a thesis on it when I did my teaching training, yeah. a little essay. And uh, um, but yeah, no, I mean you can nurture it a little bit, but it's yeah, of course you can. Nature. That we were argument. really surprised to see our little boy follow the traditional gender roles. That we had kind of sort of avoided a bit. We'd, we'd tried not to, to, to force them upon him, but naturally, that's where he's kind of, of he goes. It can be reinforced, yep. and you can try and fight it if you were a parent that particularly wanted him to be feminine, yeah. which I know you're not, but um, you, you could try and force it on him. But, um, but yeah, you'd be fighting nature. That's my view, anyway. But um, I'll tell you a little story, funny story. Yeah because that's what I like to do mainly. But um, I was flying with this woman, pilot. She was teaching me to fly, flying instructor. And we were on this long, boring cross-country, which was part of getting the licence. And um, 
she was very petite, quite pretty, very slim, you know, sort of Kylie Minogue stamp. Have you ever met Kylie Minogue? I've Seen never her? met Kylie Minogue. Have you met oh, Kylie Minogue? I have, yeah. I had her in my oh. taxi when I was taxiing years ago. She's very, very petite. She, she couldn't afford the fare, so she, uh, yeah. She gave me a one-pound tip. It was an account job, but, um, okay. but um, yeah, she's very, very petite, this this flying instructor I had, Captain Wilson, I don't know her first name, we are flying along and, and of course because she was so petite, she, she, I was in the left seat, which is the pilot seat, she's in the right seat next to me and um, because she was very petite, she was sat right in the middle of her chair and there's quite a lot of space either side of her chair, if you know what I mean, yeah. where, she, where she wasn't taking up the whole chair and our, um, the throttles were in the middle, so my right hand would be on the throttles and my left hand would be holding the steering column, yeah. which is like a go-kart control column. But, of course, we were flying cross-country, so you don't need to keep changing the throttle, like, which is like the accelerator. So we're just flying straight in level. So my right hand, I didn't really know what to do with it, and I couldn't put it on... There was no space in the middle to rest it, and I couldn't put it on the edge of my seat because I was taking up my whole seat, and I couldn't quite get it comfortable, and I didn't want it on my lap. Yeah. And I noticed that there was lots of space on the edge of her seat because her cause she was taking up so little of the seat. So Hello. I sort of rested my the, my forearm on the edge of her seat, <sighs> yeah. and then something happened which made me put my hand on the throttle because we got in a bit of turbulence. So I adjusted the throttle, and then I put my arm back without looking because obviously I, I was looking out the window yeah. to see cockpits, see where we're going, and. And, of course, we were wearing earphones, and she, she sort of said to me, and I wasn't looking at her, she said, uh, I wouldn't do that to you. And I, and I didn't quite catch oh, on what she was saying. Hello. And I said, uh, don't worry, it's not really bad. And, uh, and, I, and I sort of went, I just ignored it at first, because I didn't quite catch what she said, because yeah. it was a very quiet period leading up to that. And then she said it again, I wouldn't do that to you. And I looked at her, eye contact, and I didn't look down. And I thought, oh, my God, this woman's just freaking out, you know, for no reason. She's yeah. now going to freak out, and we're at 2,000 feet, wherever we were at. And I thought, oh, my, oh my God, what am I going to do? And she said, I wouldn't do that to you. And, and I said, well, what do you mean? You know, and I just thought, well, how am I, what's wrong with this woman? She said, I wouldn't put my hand on your leg. And I looked down, and oh. my hand was literally, and I was literally gripping her leg. How? Listen, I've got to go, because I've only played two songs. That is, you filthy. Look, try, you can't try and pick up a... Captain in an aeroplane when she's giving you a flying lesson, for God's sakes! This is Absolute Radio. Oh, uh, oh. uh... Absolute Radio. Welcome to Wales in... I've got to say thank you to Matt from Morden who sent me the most awesome monkeys book. Look at this fantastic. Look what I got sent, Eloise. I sent a monkeys colouring book. You can't see it. It's a monkeys colouring book. I'm so over the moon with this. He's coloured some of them in already. <laughs> Matt, that's very kind of you, mate. Thank you very much. Genuinely very excited when I opened that. Made my day. Um, we've got Alan and we've got Jonathan. Alan's probably asleep, I'd imagine. Alan! Yep, he's asleep. He, t- he tends to do that. Maybe he's on medication, I don't know. Jonathan, sorry to keep you waiting so long, mate. What can I do for you? Uh, hello. Yeah, I just want to say, it's the 21st century, and uh, if women can give birth and put up with his men and being scowed to space, why, why shouldn't they be allowed to fly an aeroplane? Well, they've been able to give birth for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, so what's that got to do with anything? Well, it, it, it's probably the most painful and the most... 
thing ever. It's the, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is the most thing ever, but what's that got to do with women flying planes? I don't understand. Because if, if they can go through all that pain and whatever else, flying a plane would be easy, wouldn't it? Well, no. Just because women can give birth, it doesn't make flying a plane easy. Is that your argument? No, no. That's, no, your, that's I'm, the I'm, argument you no, just made, no. Jonathan. <laughs> no. Would you like to take a step back and then step up to the argument again, but this time without talking out of your arse? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, well, <laughs> but basically... I like it, you. It, You're good. You're not it, good, but I like you. <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they can go through all them different things through life... Yeah. Why shouldn't they be able to eat? Women have gone to space. Yeah. Surely that's, that must be better than driving an aeroplane or flying an aeroplane. <laughs> driving an aeroplane. Yeah, you're right. You See? win. You win. Thanks. You're, you're hey. win. Good argument, Jonathan. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Cheers, mate. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> to call again. The next time I'm winning an argument, call again, Jonathan, and bring me down to earth a bit, please. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Good afternoon. Oh, God. <laughs> I think that um, Vinny should be made to live in an igloo and <laughs> right. uh, paint the inside yellow Okay. and creosote the outside regularly. Can I ask you, what, why do you and Vinny hate each other so much? Isn't it natural and... Logical and uh, reasonable for everybody to hate Vinny. It, well, yes, isn't that, isn't that his purpose in life? That you're right. That is, and uh, but but the, the purpose of Vinny's existence is to uh, provide a, a standard of comparison for the rest of us, so that we can look down on him in smug satisfaction and reassure ourselves of yeah. our normality and our superiority compared with him. But not every but not everyone then expresses that verbally towards Vinny, whereas you, John, you... you I, I, I'm, what it feels like between you two is it's that kind of thing in the playground where if I, if I fancied a girl, I wouldn't tell her I fancied her, I'd give her a dead arm. And it sounds like that you and Vinny have maybe got... There's something a little bit deeper going on here. I, I've, I've got, maybe it's a sort of love-hate relationship. Yeah, yeah. I hate him and he loves me because I'm so brilliant. He's, de- he's desperate for some sort of um, emotional attachment to someone, so he's probably lashing out and thinking that he's in love with me or something. John, lovely to talk to you as always. Line four, you're on the wireless. <laughs> you wanna be in my gang, my gang, my gang. You wanna be in my gang. I'm the leader. I'm the leader. I'm the le- It's a good song, you know. Whatever he's done, it's a bloody good song. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, it's Andy. Hello, Andy. Yeah, yes, sir. Hi. Um, I wanted to have a little rant about your politician friend that was on earlier on. Uh, okay. Um, now he was saying about the fact that um, he didn't like some of your uh, questionable entertainment content in your show. Yes. I don't like everything you do in your show. Nor do I. Um, I find some of it amusing, some of it entertaining, some of it intriguing. A lot of it's rubbish. There is a little bit. Of course there is. Of course there is. Um, But on the whole, I find it entertaining, so I choose to listen. Yeah. So he's saying that loads of people don't like it. Yeah. Well, he can't speak for everybody else. No. He's only got his personal opinion. Exactly. But isn't that just a typical politician? Do you know what expressing he, their views on everybody else without 
the it, wish to be talked over. Andy, you're you're right, actually, and I, and he was answering questions like I do hate. Do you know what I hate about politicians? Real politicians, right? Is we're on the radio and they, and they've done something wrong. I say it's about education, right? And you'll say yep. to Michael Gove, "Well, uh, uh, Mr. Gove, um, this whole policy about free schools isn't working." Well, when Labour were in power, no, 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 <laughs> don't, and they and and the Labour did the Labour do the same thing. Everyone does it. Well, when the Tories were in power, well, no. Answer the question and address the things that you've done wrong. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no one party, I think, that's any better than any They're other. All, they all, the they all try and win off them, everybody else. Oh, God. Uh, what I would love, and I, I, people say it would never work, but I think it would, is a politician, right, who answered the question and when he was wrong or she was wrong went, yeah, do you know what? I messed up there, but I reckon if I did this, it might make things a bit better. They don't. There was well, when uh, Labour were in power, and 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 <laughs> I think you'll find the opposition have been no, well, no, just sort it out. Do, do you remember when you was at school and and someone done something wrong, and you went, well, actually, it wasn't me. It was that person that done something wrong, and and yeah. started blaming someone else. The teacher went, you don't score any points yeah. for blaming somebody else in life. Yeah. And yeah. That, but that's all they do. That's they all... blame they blame other people and. Avoid answering questions. Andy, on those wise words, and they were wise words, you'd, you, you'd be a fool to, to say otherwise. We'll end the show. Thank you very much. Um, that's it. We've given away the S. Mouse tickets. Um, I have very little else to say, apart from going to go and see E17 at some point this week, which I'm excited about. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I know sometimes it can be hard work, but so thank you for sitting through this. The new Ian Collins, ex-Ian Collins listeners, it's good to have you on board. Uh, we're here every Monday till Thursday, 11 till 1. You can download the podcasts, Best Bits, Full Show, Best of Barry, uh, Shepherd's Pie from iTunes. Just type in Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E, or go to absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash Ian Lee. Back tomorrow at 11. Polly's up next. Do stick around. Ta-ta. I know a girl. Oh, thanks, Eloise, as well. Good work. Thanks. She's got enough. She's got too much.